I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stan C and Raf Kam is taking care of this week's episode. Good and evening. Yeah, Good we've evening. got a very packed show because joining us this week is a former PWR champion and he's a newly named international wrestler because he's yeah. already... Represented the Philippines in yeah, PWR man. abroad. John Sebastian joins us later on the Our podcast. Our wrestling lord and savior, Ama John Sebastian. So he'll be talking about a lot of things from his experience at MWF Noche Buena to wrestling at AWE Adventus alongside the Senorita Jake De Leon. Everything on the in between. Same card as British Strong Style. Yeah, he's got a couple of stories Jesus about uh, Christ, Trent Seven, guy. Pete Dunn, and Tyler Bate. And he's also got ah. some stories about Ho Ho Lun, you know, ha- having met him, uh, the hurricane, and how his room is very close to their room. So all of that good stuff, he'll, Going be, down. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll be telling us all about that. But right now, though, we got to talk about the movie that's on your shirt, Camus. Yup! The one thing that I love more than wrestling, Star Wars. Yeah, so we caught The Last Jedi. I think at this Star point, Wars. everyone that's in this room has already caught The Last Jedi. Yes, but we're not going to spoil anything. online... Has probably seen it already. Yeah, so you've got your thoughts on the movie. I've got my thoughts on the movie. Um, I have many feelings. Yeah, you know what? Uh, fine, we'll, we'll be considered Semi, here. Semi-spoilers, Yeah, so but if no you specifics. really don't want to be spoiled, then you can probably you fast forward. You have been forward. warned. Yeah, you can, you can fast forward to, say, the five or six minute mark. <laughs> yeah, so let's spend the next couple of minutes talking about The Last Jedi. So I'm not a huge Star Wars fan like you I are. Know. I know my basic shit. I know what the Force is. I know the Jedi and the Sith. You and know all that, that. midi chlorians are bullshit. Yes, I I, I I recently found out about midi chlorians and I found out how stupid they actually are. Because uh, I didn't pay attention to the prequels. I've okay. only seen the Phantom Menace. That's it. Yeah, but midi chlorians are so prominent there. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't pay attention. It came out in '99. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But so I, and, and you haven't rewatched it, and you haven't seen the either. I right? don't think I plan to watch the prequels again. Hey, two and three are not bad in context of Machete Order. Which... See, okay, you, you did. I also don't know what this Machete Order is. I just watch the movies as they're available. So I've okay, got copies cool, of four, cool, five, cool. and six. Cool. cool. And uh, sometime when everything is less stressful, I'll probably sit down and go on a marathon. Okay. All right. So, okay, my thoughts on The Last Jedi basically are that I loved how current it is in the sense that yes. it makes sense given the political landscape of the world. Yes. And it's not even just the Philippines and the U.S. You look at Austria, which just elected a far-right government. Yep. Uh, a, a political party founded by former Nazis. Yep. So it really shows that the world is really leaning towards the right for some reason. Yep. Which when you look at The Last Jedi, it, yep. it's reflected there in a... All of your efforts to do good and to change the system are meaningless and irrelevant in the end. Because babalik din sa dati lahat. But there is still hope. Smidgens and smidgens of hope. 
Okay, good for you for being. You know, no, but it's, that's the last freaking thing that they sign off on, man. That there is still hope in this world, even if your heroes are flawed, even if shit blows up in your face, very literally. Yeah. Very literally blowing up, and everything goes to waste. I'm cool with it, man. I'm cool with it. I love that you mentioned the word shit because uh, there's this one article I read earlier, and uh, it's, my, it's my favorite reading on. Uh, the Last Jedi, how it basically shits on all of the fanboying fun- no, theories. No, the, the foundational structure of Star Wars storytelling. That's true. That it is that it is central to the Skywalker bloodline. Yeah, so they and took all that, that out. Shit, that's gone. That's done. Yeah, and so, I like it. Uh, even Supreme Leader Snoke, now you know, two thirds into the Last Jedi. Oh, fuck that guy. Goes down like a punk. So you know, um, ano pa ba? Um. I like I like the fact that even DJ, who people thought was like, oh, the next generation Han Solo, the Steinet. Fuck no! <laughs> He's a scoundrel, like a legit scoundrel. But it's there's a lot of things going for this movie, and it's it's not it's not your typical Star Wars movie. I'll give it that. it feels out of place, but it feels out of place for all the right reasons. And if you can't get with that, I am sorry. I have two words for you. Go watch again. Three words. For you. Great, Kamas. Pakul ka kasi. Yeah, I, I had it. I had it in my head that I was gonna say fuck you, but no, that's not nice. Anyway. But yeah, go watch it. If you haven't, if you've seen it once, watch it again and then appreciate it more. I was planning to catch it the second time last Saturday. I ended I'm up, catching it in IMAX next week. I ended up deciding against it just because traffic was so bad, and this is probably the one thing I hate about the Christmas season, and really makes me feel all grinchy because I. Even on the way here, na normally hindi na traffic, I was stuck in traffic, and it's it, it's really horrible how uh, you know oh, wait, people wait. are just stuck everywhere. Exactly, like people are stuck at work, like our friend Romeo Moran, who is grinding it out for the corporate slavery. To be fair, he's not he's not here because of traffic, and he's traffic. not here because he can't get out of work. Yeah, which that, is a different uh, issue altogether. Yeah, they go hand in hand sometimes. No, they don't go hand in hand. In his case, in his case, he's just stuck at work. He's not stuck. In a traffic jam. Okay. Right? Uh, oh, wait, wait. While we're still on the topic of movies, I, I just realized our f- friend of the podcast, Ange Pesuma's movie, is coming out for the Manila Metro Manila Film Fest. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's called Shargao. Shargao. It stars Jericho Rosales and Erich Gonzalez. And Jasmine Curtis Smith. And yeah, it's coming yeah. out on Christmas Day. Do catch it. I just remembered it now. Yeah, I know they had a promo going on on Facebook where uh, if you shared the poster publicly, and if you say, in a, oh, this is the reason why I want to watch it, you can actually win two tickets. So, to the premiere. Yeah, so I yeah. actually joined it. I'm not sure if I get if I even stand a chance because I'm friends with Ange. She's not in the movie. So she's been, you know, she's been, uh, she's been really writing good stuff, good stories. Uh, of course, if you remember, um, crap, English Only Please, there. Yes, that's uh, the one that we all love. Yeah, she was one of the writers behind that. And I'm really happy and excited for her as Shargao premieres uh, this Christmas. So that's one of two movies I'm planning to catch in the MMFF. So, yeah. Uh, that's the only one I really want to watch right, right now. That takes care of the movie Sato, five minutes. Yes, so nice. So if, if you fast forward fast forwarded through the uh, first six-ish minutes, you know, I don't blame you. All right, so let's talk about wrestling before we bring John Sebastian on. Oh, Because there is some stuff that we do have to unpack. First is the Women's Royal Rumble. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. I mean, the announcement could have been done better. We could have had the SmackDown girls come in also. That would have been nice. 
No, I mean, they were able to explain it on SmackDown anyway. Yeah. So that makes sense. My big issue with the Women's Royal Rumble is how they went about the story. Because yeah. uh, So they put the six-woman tag team match at the very end in the main event spot. Yeah. And then Stephanie McMahon comes out while they're all brawling. And then everyone just stops. So you're in the middle of the playground. Ka, tapos like, away, away kayo. Then you're the principal or the teacher. Or the ODS. Or the or, 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 or student prefect or the student yep. supervisor. And you just start going like, okay, tama na, tama na. Gets ko yun. Okay. Steph McMahon comes in and gives this long, impassioned speech. And then she announces that there's a Royal Rumble for the women. And then all of a sudden, they're all friends again. And they and then, take and the curtain doing the calls. Yes chant. And they're doing the yes chant. Fuck it's really noise. stupid. It's really stupid. Because um, if I'm Absolution, shouldn't yes. I still want to hate these other eight women who are ganging up on me now? Instead of celebrating with them and doing the yes chat, oh, we got the shouldn't I just too. blindside them right then and there? That would have been the best Healy thing to do to close the show, diba? In my opinion. My yeah, opinion. yeah. Uh, I mean, sure, you know, talo pa rin sila kasi jojo bagin sila ni Nia Jax, but... <laughs> okay. The fact remains na Paige, Mandy Rose, and uh, Sonya Deville are your biggest heels in the women's division right now. Yep. And we're not even talking about the fact that Alexa Bliss is low-key turning face because she's defending the other women and you know supporting the division as a whole against the against yeah. absolution yeah. i mean she's not a face just yet just yet but right? she's on very the selfish path. Yung motivations niya, you know? oh yeah you know Nia's here she's my friend again i'm gonna hide behind her you know Fuck y'all. so I, I i just don't get it on the smackdown side of things i like Ooh, that charlotte boy. established nah she's gonna be waiting for whoever wins the royal rumble yep because it at least sets the story now the winner still goes after the women's champion at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because the question we all had coming out of Raw is, or Raw was, does the champion get to be part of the Royal Rumble? In the same way that the champion participates in New Japan Cup or G1 Climax. Yes, right? exactly. So I actually thought they were going to go down the, the New Japan route. Now, oh, if the champion wins, they get to pick their challenger at WrestleMania. Which would be fair and interesting. It's a nice wrinkle. Since we don't really see that in WWE. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get that obviously, but I'm fine with Charlotte establishing that the two women's champions will be out of the match and they'll be waiting for the winner. I just wish that Charlotte was in the Royal Rumble match because it would be, be interesting. She'd be fun to watch her perform. So with that said, that takes out two women, and the main roster women are, I guess, at 15 at best. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the next thing I was gonna ask. Can you make a 30 woman rumble? I mean, even with even with say for example the established stars down on NXT, okay, let's say Kyrie Sane comes up. Yeah, you let's can probably say Shayna, Bla- Shayna Baszler comes up also, and the, the the established girls on the NXT roster. Does that make thirty? I'm not sure, because uh, you have to also consider which of the NXT women they'll consider ready. Yeah, I do. I, I have read rumors now. This is a way for them to bring in the four horsewomen of MMA. Which particularly Ronda Rousey, but if if they're gonna mm. build towards the four horsewomen of WWE mm. versus UFC showdown, then, then what are the odds that Marina Shafir, 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 the one, who, the wife of Roddy Strong, Roddy, yeah. and uh, Jessamine Duke, who is the one, who is the one who's whose the one name who really I always has, forget? Yeah, she doesn't, and she has no training right now in WWE. Yeah, so I doubt that those two would even be part of the picture. But if they really want to make a buzz. About the women's Royal Rumble, I wouldn't be surprised if the four horsewomen of MMA get involved. Yeah, I think that could be because they don't have to spend a lot of time in the ring, right? I guess, yeah. 
Guess the, Royal, uh, the Royal Rumble would set up a situation where they can come in, clean house, hold the fort for a while, set up the eight on eight, four on four. four no, oh, sorry, correct. Eight woman, eight woman scenario, four on four, and then bukbukan lang sila, and then somebody comes in, cleans house, one of the bigger girls. To and be fair, it. though, I doubt that this women's Royal Rumble will even last longer than thirty minutes. I, because if it lasts an hour, yung men's Royal Rumble match mo one hour din yun eh. What happens to the rest of the card? So there's how, that. Yeah, how much more would you have to fill? You'd have to fill... You'll have to fill another two hours. Tag team, ma- yeah. So... Kaya, kaya naman, kaya naman. No, no, the point is I don't think they're gonna give the women one hour. Okay. I just don't think That's it's going to happen. They're not gonna give them one it's hour? It's the first time. Kind of okay. like how the women's Money in the Bank ladder match wasn't really so long. It was, and it wasn't. It wasn't as satisfying an ending as we. No, got. but that's a that's a, that's different, a different issue altogether. altogether. Yeah, yeah. So don't digress. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there are scenarios where some women come in only to get eliminated for the purpose of telling a story. Okay. So that's that's, that's valid. Line, that's valid. Right. Any other thoughts on the women's Royal Rumble? Because you know I've pretty okay. much laid mine out. I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm yeah. generally okay with it. I'm 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 very high up on it. Na parang. It's not it's not an about time moment, but it's a it's good timing. It's good timing. I considering... think it is an about time moment, especially when you consider that you have someone like Emma who just got fired, and she doesn't ah, get to be shit. part of it. That's true. That's Remember true. that when she says that she started the women's evolution, she actually kind of did. Yeah. And it really sucks now for someone who was there for the women's evolution when it was just beginning to take off in NXT. Yeah. Now that there's a women's Royal Rumble, she doesn't even get to be a part of it. I just feel uh, horrible. It is a shame. I hope that they somehow bring her back for it. Kind of, it's a one-off. Now you know they bring her back just to stack the card. When's the when's the Royal Rumble? Feb. January twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Okay. Yeah. So if if they find a way to bring she's her back, booked, that'll be no, good. I, I think she's booked for for her first set of shows now. She released something online today. Uh, now her first set of bookings. Okay, I I wouldn't know because I haven't seen it yet. So. I, but it, and, uh, well, there there's a lot of spots. Open, I think, for guest appearances, one-offs, also from alumni. That could be fun. Yeah, probably, probably. Uh, so, so there. That's your opens uh, the door. So, I'm, I'm, I'm generally high up on this. Okay. Now, uh, another thing that happened on Raw was we saw returns. Returns. Multiple returns because we had Hideo Itami returning to the main roster. Essentially, yeah. I say return because he did appear in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. The armbar. At WrestleMania yeah, 31. 31. Yeah. Uh, but officially, it's his Raw debut. Yes. And yeah, the Revival also coming back. So the Revival one shocked me because I didn't see that coming. Uh, and, and I didn't I, see that coming. The and timeline. I caught Raw a day later. I just caught yeah. it today. Uh, we were recording this on a Wednesday. So I was pretty shocked. I liked that the Revival came back and that they came back strong. Yes. Dash Wilder looks thicker. He does. He does. And he's, he's had time to work on it. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. And I like the development in Heath Slater and Rhino. Where Rhino is basically gonna toughen up Heath, and you know it should make for at the very least some very funny segments. Yeah, that should be fun. As for Hideo, though, what do you think about him being announced for the cruiserweight division? Then suddenly he comes out and works with Finn Balor. Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm okay with this just because the two have history. Down on NXT, I'm not. It's a good way to bring him up. eh. maybe Finn. um, How do you say this? Lobbied for it. Apparently, give him the star treatment, give him some of my shine, and I'm okay with that. But at the end of the day, I want Hideo to be the cornerstone of that division of the of two hundred five. Yeah, but doesn't that actually happen if you establish him as someone with power on the main roster? 
Kasi you're you're saying that you want Hideo to bring crossover appeal as a huge star to 205 Live. And you can't do that if from the moment you introduce him, you already box him in as a cruiserweight. Whereas, yung ginawa nila ngayon na they introduce him alongside Finn Balor. Uh-huh. You already have Finn, who's clearly a cruiserweight, but isn't being treated like one. True. So if you bring Hideo up similarly, even though he's part of the cruiserweight division, if he's part of these main roster storylines simultaneously on Raw, yeah. then you build him up as a bigger star in the process. True. Hmm. So I, I think like, it's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. It is a good thing. Hideo is... I just hope they give him the space to succeed, right? Na parang consistently book him this way, give him, give him good segments. I mean, he doesn't have to talk. He yeah. doesn't have to talk. But... What I need him to do at this point is just fucking clean house every single time and just fuck everyone over. Because that is the the man that he can be. To be fair, they, you know, they really put his moves over. Like oh, the yeah. Saikuni and, and the, the GTS. GTS. You know, sana, sana consistent. Yeah, and I and hope that, that yeah. they realize in him what they could have had with Austin Aries. I think he has higher upside just because he's been in the system longer. Yeah, but it's, it's something. It's something. He doesn't have the mic skills of an Austin Aries, though. You know, that's yeah. the one thing he has going against him. But he has he has wrestling moves in spades, and that creates the moments. And if he can translate that on two hundred five, he'd be a great asset for them. Uh, you know, just one last thing on Hideo before we move on. Um, I, I'm not sure if you realize this, but by the third quarter of next year, he'll be entering year four in the WWE. Shit. And you remember that his batch was Neville, Neville KO, Sami Zayn, Finn. Finn. And him. And him. Yeah, he was basically the last to get called up because he kept getting injured. Yeah, he got, what? He had the rotator cough and then he had the knee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I forgive that. I forgive that. But and the funny thing is, it took uh, a while. The funny thing is, as Corey mentions on Raw, as Corey Graves mentions on Raw, uh, it was Hideo who brought Finn into NXT canon. Yeah. Because he needed, he needed rest back. Yeah. So he, he called up Finn Balor. And then now there's continuity there. Which, I, 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 I hope it's continuity. For uh, it's No, Kamas, you were not paying attention. It is continuity. They did mention it. So okay. it's part of canon. Not paying attention. Minus five. <laughs> Right, so let's yes, talk about let, let's talk about Clash of Champions. Cause oh, brother, brother! For all intents brother. and purposes, Clash of Champions was a great A show. Yes, it's really good, top to bottom. And I loved how I loved how uh, they were able to just put together a great show by maximizing SmackDown and its roster and its storytelling. So the biggest thing coming out of Clash of Champions is the Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan arc. Oh boy! Which they explained on SmackDown this week. They, yes. They were able to explain why Daniel Bryan did what he did, which was A, invalidate... Uh, no, not, not, not invalidate, but basically stop Shane McMahon... From becoming Mr. McMahon. Yes. So, Ginawani and Ginawani Daniel Bryan, just to recap it for those who haven't seen it, is they were... they uh, See, Shane McMahon refused to count the three count for Sami Zayn. And then uh, Daniel Bryan got upset. Eventually, they had a face-off because uh, Shane thought Bryan purposefully stopped in count. And is fucking him over. And then he did a fast count in favor of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Now, going back to what you said, Bryan did it to stop Shane O'Mac from becoming Mr. McMahon. It's so logical how the story played out. Yep. So, both of them still haven't 
switched alignments. They're still, they're still baby faces baby for what faces. it's worth. Yes. but they just have their own personal motivations. They're being shades of gray, actually. And the way so I look gray. at Daniel Bryan right now is yeah. he's like a parent. Okay. He's basically being Shane's parent. Shane is the brat. And Daniel Bryan is the parent who says, Now, you are going to hate me now for what I am doing. But, but it is for your, your own, own good. good. Yep. Yeah. Someday you will understand. And that's what Bryan is being right now. And I love the explanation on SmackDown. Uh, it, was a, it was a good promo. It was a good promo. In what you're doing by trying to screw over Kevin and Sammy, you're going against our shared vision of SmackDown being the land of opportunity. Makes a lot of sense. So much sense. And, and yung gravitas is there because Daniel Bryan is the one who advocated for it. Being a, He was the face of fighting for opportunity when he was an active wrestler. And he was that, and he is that guy. He's that, still that spunk, he still has that spunkiness in him. Now, even in a situation where he knows that Shane has the high ground, quote unquote, now he will go against it just to make sure that he stays on the straight and narrow, diba? Yeah. Uh, and I'll live with that. I will live with that story. Ang ganda rin nung ane. Ang ganda rin nung sinabi ni Brian na ane. Na, yes, we have a land of opportunity, but it has to be opportunity for all and not just the people you like. Diba? Yun yung isa pang magandang sinabi niya. Kasi, uh, lumalabas yung pagkabayas ni Shane McMahon as an employee. Ah, yes! So, you know, it, it's a great story. And I, I really I'm, approve I'm of how they're, how they're carrying this out. So, you know, I want to see more. How many more episodes do we have of SmackDown this year, too? One. One. Yeah. So, you have next week and then... Next week and then the next one. The yeah. So, we're building okay. to- towards the Royal Rumble. And I have no idea how they plan to, you know, um, progress this story. But I'm, I'm basically hooked. So, I love this. Yeah. And, and okay, let's, let's backtrack a bit to Clash of Champions. Now... The implications that are coming out of this show, man. Yeah, you feel it all man, around the card. You feel it. You I, feel it. I think it. it's great. So for for starters, Dolph Ziggler is your new U.S. champion. Oh, and I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, he he laid the U.S. championship in the middle of the ring. So some people are speculating that he's relinquishing the title. I don't know why. No, 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 no. Some no. people are speculating that nope. it's it's a ceremonial win for Ziggler to take the title from Corbin, so he can eventually drop it to Bobby Roode. Which would be fair. Which would be fun. Um, cause they, they, they would have a nice program. They would have a nice one-on-one program if it stays one-on-one. Yeah, but then again, we've seen Ziggler Rude so many times that it's But then now, more stakes? It doesn't matter. I mean, to me, to me at least. A match is a match. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm kind of sick of Ziggler Rude. So, you know, okay. if, if Bobby Rude were to win the title, I'd rather him win it in a multi-man match then. But okay. that's just me. Okay. Uh, the tag team division they put on a really good match I yes. think I think that in this four way oh, aside from Rusev oh, oh, and Aiden boy. English coming out really really good hot yes I think the real winner here is the tag team titles yes they mean something yeah they mean a lot more now than they did a year ago and that's testament to these guys and I, I would say Usos made it work eh? yeah and Usos made it work r- right as now they're faces baby faces and heels faces and heels man and that's Credit to them. I think the biggest thing working in their favor is they got rid of the face paint. They got rid of the colorful shit. Yeah, all of all of the all of the stuff that kept them as the kid friendly go to guys. Yeah, nakarana sila ng dating eh. and My yun, edge. Yun yung what, what really put puts them over the top right now. Yeah, and you know, I, and, the, and those clean ass Air Force ones. And you know, yeah, the new day, <laughs> the new day are always, are always gonna be the new they're always day. Always gonna be good. And then you have Benjamin and Gable who do have some upside. And of course, yeah, Rusev and Aiden English. Rusev Day. Uh, they, they, they came out. They came I out. Love of this. Rusev Day. So good. Rusev Day. Um, what what did we what did we call them? What did we call them last week? 
what are we calling them moving forward? I don't remember. I just call them Rusev Day. Rusev, Rusev Day, Day every Rusev day. Rusev Day every day. Let's go with I that. I love Rusev Day. It's my favorite holiday of the year. So, all right. Uh, so, we're, we're done with that. Um, we teams, talked about the women. Women. Um, AJ Jinder. Saw about okay, AJ okay, Jinder. Okay. Oh, how do you feel about this match? I thought that it was very simple psychology-wise. And I got it. You okay? I got everything. Uh, so, you know, AJ was working on Jinder's legs. Jinder was working on AJ's core. And Jinder was the bigger guy, so he threw AJ around. Yeah. It made so much sense. And, like, I was trying to lay it out for my dad. Because okay. my dad hasn't had the time and opportunity to watch WWE in a while. Kasi, but he watched Clash of Champions. Yeah, he watched okay. the main event. Yeah. I, I called okay. him over. Right? Uh, nice. he, uh, because it's no longer on Fox. He doesn't get to catch it. And, you know, who yeah. cares about the one hour on TV5? So... I'd explain now. Okay, this is where AJ's at. This is where Jinder is at. Yeah. Laid it out. Watched the story unfold. And I was like, oh, you see? You see what he's doing? See what mm. they're doing? And so, you know, um, I, I thought na AJ made a Jinder Mahal match really fun again. I was going to say, you know, it's not, just, it's not just the fact that it's a Jinder Mahal match. It's AJ Styles working his way into it and making it, you know, because he sells so well. AJ sells so well. One of the best bar none all across the fucking planet. And he makes Jinder look a lot more dangerous than he actually is. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it's the basic principle of pro wrestling that it's always going to be a two-way dance. Yes. You can't just look good on your own. So AJ, you in the, the process of... Look good. Right, in the process of looking good because he's really great, is also able to make the other guy look like a million bucks. And it's, it, it was, it's very simple for AJ. Now, you know, he was working the core most of the match. Every time, in a corner, when he was um, front suplexed onto the top rope, you see that, that wince, that he grabs everything, small details like that, that made it work for me. And I'm just like, God damn, AJ Styles, I love you, man. With Jinder Mahal, though, I, I, I am wondering where he goes from here. Because he could be uh, in, in a bit of a no-man's land, but in the sense that we're all headed towards the Rumble anyway, so there so will be a spot for Jinder, yeah. right? Wait. Let's uh, worry about him after the rumble, right? Yeah, but I, I just hope he doesn't get lost in the shuffle. I hope he stays there in the upper mid card because I'm ready to believe in Jinder. And AJ Styles has made me believe in Jinder Mahal. Yeah. So, you That's know, true. That's I, true. I hope that he stays where he's at instead of going back to 3MB. But, you know, 3MB reunion right now? No, not while Drew is <laughs> out. So, no. When, when Drew comes happen. back? When Drew comes back, man? He's I, not, I, he's I not coming back until, like, WrestleMania. I was gonna say if, if he makes it if he makes it to the rumble, no, it's not, that's not gonna happen. I'm just I'm just that's in my head cannon happen. man, head cannon man. Yeah, your your head cannon's not worth anything. I'm ouch, sorry. Ouch! Ouch! Your your head cannon is speculation founded on very flimsy ground. It is. So no. Okay, moving on. All right, so yeah, I, I guess it's time then to talk about uh, to talk to our guest. He'll be telling oh. us about his experiences, pretty much through a very. Uh, it's it's a career high for him. 2017 oh, was really man. really good. That's I'm pretty happy. much. I'm just happy for what, him. What man. we'll be talking about for the next uh, 40 minutes or so. So without further ado, let's bring on former PWR champion and international current, touring wrestler and current 50 more than 50 percent owner of PWR. John Sebastian on the podcast right now. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP podcast. I think this is the first time we've had this particular guest in person at Balay Camus. Yes, it right. is. Actually, when I picked him up, when I picked him up um, this evening, I was like, 
I realized we haven't had a sit-down interview with our guest in at least three years. Two to two years. I, I don't remember. So the last time was, was a probably long time ago. Yeah, during the Mellow Days. Mellow Days. But, but talagang early Mellow Days, yung last na appearance niya. Yeah, so like when he had short hair and shit. Yeah, much shorter hair, less facial hair, didn't fire you... Yeah. Or your character, Among actually, other things. Among other things. So let's welcome uh, back to the podcast for the first time since, I think, April or May, former PWR champion and current co-owner, John Sebastian. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? What, are, we, are we doing the kayfabe no, thing? Of course right? No, no fuck that shit. Yeah. We, that, that went away with the old admin. Uh, yeah, with, <laughs> with the old regime. All right, all right. Good to have you back on the podcast, uh, good brother. Good to be here. I see Camus's underwear hanging on the windowsill there. <laughs> nice, classy. So you had a very busy weekend, but how is it going? How has your week been? Because for the rest of us, we've been stuck in too much fucking traffic. Oh my god, it's been amazing. It's not just the weekend; it's like two weeks of wrestling, man. It's oh, it's like, I, I, yeah, because your your tail end of the year booking wise started with. The surprise appearance at Manila Wrestling Federation. Ah, uh, yeah. How yeah. the how the fuck did you happen? Because we thought you were in Singapore cheering our girl Crystal on. Crystal, shout out! What's up, girl? <laughs> we thought we were we thought you were in Singapore cheering her on for her triple threat match, and then, lo and behold, you are at Makati Cinema Square, sweating my balls off. Let me smoke Oh God! <laughs> Did it bring back good memories? I, I love the MWF guys. They're cool. They're actually pretty fun guys. But fuck MCS man. Did you miss no? Did you miss? Did not miss it. Alright, so how did it happen? How did he end up uh, wrestling for MWF and making that surprise appearance? Ah, okay, okay. So uh, it's actually kind of intertwined with how the Malaysia thing happened. Like, uh, because last uh, when was there? Last November. Yeah. Uh, in MWF Balikbayan. Uh, they, I, I watched and I said, uh, okay, we don't have wrestling in December because uh, off season. Off season. Uh, so I said, well, I can't, I can't just like sit around and do nothing. So I told, I shot Robin saying a message, just uh, saying, hey, you know, um, I don't know what your booking is or whatever, but if you're interested, um, I'm interested in working with you guys on December because I'm free. Okay. Uh, so, asakto December nine was Wrestle the Odds three for SPW. So walasi Crystal, uh, I'm I'm basically sitting on my sitting on my ass at home. Yeah. If I'm if not if I'm not doing anything. Yeah, but you you've never missed an MWF show, diba? Uh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. Everyone. Complete attendance. Yeah, and technically I've never missed an MWF show, but now I'm missing a ticket because I fucking worked that show. Right. Anyway. Kino collect talaga. No, no, really. Because you know, some people do. It's 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 in there in my house somewhere. Okay. Uh, so I shot Robin saying a message. I told him uh, I'm interested if you guys are. So he told me, you know, okay, okay. Uh, at the time, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think he would like go for it, whatever. Yeah. So uh, fast forward, like I think a week or two weeks before the MWF show, uh, JD messages me. He's, uh, because again I was thinking like for December I'm not gonna have wrestling so that sucks for me so uh, JDL Mari Cavallana messages me dude are you game to wrestle in I know are you game to tag in Malaysia I go oh okay fuck yeah free trip so 
And then, the same time, Robin Sane messages me, dude, can I give you a call? And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is happening? Okay. So, sabay-sabay talaga. Sabay, it's like all in the same day. And okay. was like, okay, so I have Malaysia, uh, we're going to Malaysia now. And then, fucking Robin Sane calls me, he says, dude, uh, yeah, we're thinking of booking you. And originally, I, I hope Mikers or Robin Sane or the MWF guys don't mind me spilling. Originally, it was supposed to be Uh, me and uh, brother Jomar teaming okay. together. Wow! All right, against against uh, Lucha and Ashura, I think. Okay. Uh, and uh, and then like things happened on their side, and then it ended up being brother Jomar and me one on one. So yeah, that's how it happened. Basically. Apparently, I double booked myself. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. being a guy who was afraid, now oh, I'm going to spend December just twiddling my thumbs. You yeah. suddenly became the busiest man in Philippine wrestling. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. You know, I'm the busiest guy in Philippine wrestling. In December. In December. Yeah, for the month in of de- December. December. <laughs> December. So okay, so they put you in this gimmick with Brother Jomar. Who came up with the story? And like, how did they put it together? Now, oh, you know, he's going to come out there and. Uh, he's gonna mourn over Moises and he's gonna say Moises Lord and being murdered comes coming tits Moises so, being murdered so yeah so he comes comes out and he says Lord and Savior Lord and Savior then out out comes John Sebastian what happened Jesus Christ that segment took forever right? <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's, it was like it was like okay this is in, in my head you were in Singapore and mm-hmm. I was like this is gimmick infringement my friend okay <laughs> to be fair to be very fair I was also shocked Uh, until the last Lord and Savior, na sinabini Brother Jomar. Because from where I was, from where I was, I was only told that we had a PWR guy making an appearance. Uh, so I was talking to the man under the Quattro mask, and he uh, was telling me, "Hello, ba? We have a PWR guy appearing." And I'm like, "Nga." He goes, "Yeah, yeah." Kaya nga 10 a.m. palang nandito na ako. So I'm like, "Puta si nyan." Hindi ko alam. Sabi niya gusto ba spoil ko? Sabi ko, "Oh, Mr. Quattro." Sabi ko, "Wag, wag, wag. Let me figure it out on my own." So I'm there and I'm waiting and I'm l- looking for context clues everywhere. So I'm like, what's the PWG here? Idol? No, it's not Idol. What's the PWG? I keep asking questions and you were the, fr- the, the furthest thing from my mind. Right? <laughs> and then when Brother Jomar goes out there and says, Lord and Savior the first time, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, religion Moises gets Lord and Savior. I'm like, what's the promo? And then he said, Lord and Savior. I'm like, Pag na lang pinapahiwati itong gagong to. So, biglang, ay puta, dun nag-register. <laughs> and then okay. music hits, and then boom. Oh. Right, right. So, uh, it, it took me a while to get na ikaw pala yung uh, obvious uh. na surprise appearance. So, that was pretty fun. Seeing you come out there, uh, you're pretty much the first PWR guy to enter MWF canon. Mm. Diba? Uh, who, who did you work with, aside from Jomer? Like, uh, you know, behind the scenes, who was the one who really put the story together? Uh... Well, for the most part, it, uh, my interme- uh the guy who was coordinating it all was Robin Sane. So okay. props and I kept I kept like sending him pictures of you know, Malaysian cents. Oh yeah. Because it says send there, and I was like, ah, fifty fifty cent kalandito <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. it was Robin Sane. But for the story, like most of it was just like circumstance driven, I think, because. Uh, I don't know what's happening with with Mr. Liwanag. With Mr. Liwanag, yeah. but the other Mr. Liwanag was there, and we were like, "Okay, so you ascend, uh, start calling it out, and then let me just come out and just you know cut a promo on you, cut a promo on everyone else, uh, and then try to get you over and all that." So how is it like wrestling again MCS for the first time in over two years? Oh my God, it's, not, you- it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Like. 
unlike nung mga 2015 or so, I think they've managed to like straighten out the ring. So it's not it's not crooked the way it, it used to be. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not uh it's not the PWR ring. Oh my god, the PWR ring I'd bump any any time of day for that. But but still kind of hard. <laughs> like the only difference now is you don't feel the middle uh the crossbar. The crossbar yeah. on your back when you when you bump on it because Back in 2015 or 2016, you feel that you feel yeah, that thing. That's last... why, that's why we had the karate mats yeah. on it. So how is it like? Nah, you know, you're you're back in MCS, but it's not a PWR show. And then Champre, it's a it's a different crowd from what we're used to, even yeah. though it's essentially the same community. How was that for you? Well, that was fun. Uh, I mean, thank you to MWF. You guys made me feel like you know a star, but I really didn't Aww. want to. No, because. Uh, backstage, uh, Mr. Lucia was like telling people, "All right, uh, for this show, Trump card natin si John Sebastian. Like, no one is supposed to see him. Like, if he wants to watch, uh, just stand in front of him and cover him and all that. And I, if he wants to get water or something to drink, get get it for him. And I'm like, no, guys, I'll just hide here in my in my cape. You know? <laughs> I'll, I, I don't want to to be like special or whatever. Just one of the boys." That was um I was supposed to go after intermission. Mm. Uh, you were second uh, match, right? I was I was second. requesting for it. Ah, okay. So you just enjoy yeah, yeah, the show. Yeah. So I can enjoy the show because again, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this, oh, these guys. And Metro pressure siya if you like if you want to open for Ho Ho Loon because that Ho Ho Loon match was like crazy. Yeah. Speaking of Ho Ho Loon, he was backstage. Uh one of three, four veterans who were there, so you know, TNT was yeah. also there. Uh, the first mountain, and <laughs> oh first, yeah, fuck, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. and uh, yeah. this other gentleman uh, whose name escapes me, um, um, Charlie, Charlie Seven. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there. good guy, good guy. Talk so, did you, yeah, did you get to interact with them backstage? How was the vibe with them there? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool with uh, with with the rest of them. Uh, the only guy I don't think I don't think I was able to interact that much with. With the first mountain, uh, Co- uh, Conan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conan the Stevens, tall, Conan the Stevens. tall dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because um, when he came, it was I think after intermission, and I was already out. I was already in the audience. Um, but well, the funny thing is, we actually invited everyone for drinks afterwards, and we were hoping the Australians would show up just so that they can drink us under the table. But, but no. Uh, for as for backstage, uh, yeah, most of them were pretty cool. Uh, TNT came up to me in my gear and he was like, "You look like an actual wrestler." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we laughing? We're not. We're not really supposed to be laughing. Yeah, but like, okay, it's, no, it's, 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 no, it's funny. Said, it's funny he, coming he, from him. He's saying, you know, I look good. You look like a wrestler. And I'm like, thank you, thank you. Yeah. It's amusing. It's a it's a good compliment, about Yeah, I, I was. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> mm. So, all right. Um, is there anything that we didn't from you know just being there in the audience that is worth telling? Um, like a behind-the-scenes story that you could share from your MWF experience, because you're the only one with MWF experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, behind-the-scenes story. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, there's not really much. It's like just everyone's just getting ready and getting nervous. Uh, I think the the funniest story like I could tell maybe. Was just like you know uh, interacting with Ho Ho Loon. Just like uh, when he came in, he I I thought he looked tired or he just was 
keeping to himself, just talking to the guys that he usually ta- uh, he needs to talk to. Yeah. And then after that, when it's time to go home, I said, okay, I'm gonna say goodbye to everyone, invite mm-hmm. everyone for drinks. And Ho Ho Noon was like really funny. Like, yeah, man. Uh, because he was supposed to go. Uh, Robin Sane already told me that he was going to this other place. Yeah. This. Uh, uh, so I thought to myself, you know, I'll just put it out there that we're drinking and maybe invite Ho Ho Loon for some drinks. Uh, I mean, Ho Ho didn't go, but uh, what we talked about was pretty funny. I don't know if I can fucking say it. Yeah, again. probably, no, probably yeah. off air now. Yeah, off probably off air. Ah, sorry, guys. <laughs> But yeah, he was pre- he's pretty funny. And then when I met him again in Malaysia, Malaysia oh my god, oh, you the man. All right, so since you mentioned Malaysia, let's talk Transition. about that. You were in AWE Adventus. That's the first show. First show. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that JDL was the guy who helped you get booked on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm assuming that because JDL went through everything for you, all you basically had to do was just show up. Well, no, sorry, we we talked about this. We talked about this on like, what is that? There was S- Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Um, Camus actually messaged me just to do some well wishing. Uh, but we freaked no, out, no, man. It, wasn't, uh, it was in the week. It was in, within that week. week. Within, within that week. week. Last week. But man, shit, man. No, because like we were all twiddling our thumbs and trying to figure out what's what's what we're gonna do. Uh, basically, what happened was our flights for Malaysia was already booked for like since December seven. Uh, so me being the idiot, I, I thought to myself, "Hey, you know what? I'll I'll check in, I'll check in, so I don't have to go through it at the airport." No, tama naman. Online yeah. check in. Online check in. So when we checked in, the the website was telling us uh, you can't check in due to balance, and I'm like. Due to what? Sorry. Due to balance. balance. What balance. the fuck does that mean? Uh, Di pa yung ticket. No, no. Hold on. Hold oh, on. Shit. That, that's not it. That's not right. it. Hold. Hold sorry. on. I will. I will. Uh, explain. Explain. I will explain, explain it. Explain. So I'm like, I'm a pretty balanced guy. I think uh, maybe maybe you can. Uh, no. I think my Good equilibrium credit. is okay. I think my equilibrium <laughs> is okay. Good credit. So rating. I tried to. I tried calling uh, Air Asia, and they told me like uh, apparently. Uh, you can't. You, uh, the first thing was you can't get into your booking without the email and the phone number uh, that's in the booking. Right, and the credit card, deba? Right? No, not the credit card. And the I, I don't think we needed the credit card. And the day it was booked, so uh, we had to ask uh, AWE uh, for those details. And the one organizing. Yeah, they area. gave us the details, and since it was booked through a third-party website, apparently the w- email that was used was for the website. So. Uh, basically, long story short, we I we got into the account. What happened was, uh, what happened was, basically they booked it. Like it got paid for the card went through. Okay. So they it's not that it's they not didn't that pay, they for didn't pay for it. It's, it's just it's, it's it went through. The charges are uh, it's, were made. Oh. So the thing was, um, at some point in that transaction, I think it was Visa or the bank, since it was an international transaction, uh-huh. kind of got iffy and. I would understand. Are they held the no? Uh, they basically canceled the transaction. Basically, oh, this looks sketchy. I'm flying two Filipino boys. So, <laughs> <laughs> so might be for sex, <laughs> right? So they canceled it. So after that, we asked uh, we asked AWE to like, hey, this is what's happening. So. Uh, 
we said, um, here's what we could do. We could, you could Western Union us the money. And we could, uh, because the airline is telling us to just pay for it at the airport with cash or credit when you card, whatever, in. when we check in. Mm. So we could Western Union us the money, or we could, uh, or if you can fix it at your end, that would be fine too. So AWE, God bless them, they booked another flight. So doubling binayad nila just for you and JDL. Um, I mean the charges were reversed, so they're getting their money back. But okay. they booked another flight, and it's not just doubling; it's like two hundred US dollars more. Holy shit! So the same thing happened. Card got uh, transaction got canceled. Yeah. Uh, so right now, uh, at the time, we had like two flights, one was more expensive, but it was in the afternoon, and one was like in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Red eye pad, ba? Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought to myself, okay, uh, what could I do? So I called Air Asia, checked what happened. Uh, JD called Air Asia too. Uh, basically, we're getting the same answers. The only question I asked was, is our earlier booking still available? Yeah. So they said it was. So I we talked it over. We said, okay, just set, just Western Union, Union is the thing because apparently the cards are not going through. So I mean, I as Shaukat. Uh, God bless him, you know. Uh, bless him. Uh, he, as busy as he was, he managed to get to a Western Union uh, and send us like two thousand dish ringgit. So that's like twenty six thousand. Wow. And, right. Yeah, and and on our end, we were nervous. Like, oh, let's go through. Will Western Union issue us a check or something like that? But apparently, you know, it went through. They paid for it. Um, then we're good to go. Like, even at the airport, we were nervous. Like, okay, we're not celebrating until we get to the other side. <laughs> we're not celebrating until we get to customs. We're not celebrating until we get to immigration. Once we got through, once we're in the airport, and we were like, Holy shit, we're here! Ah! <laughs> International wrestlers, buddy! <laughs> so, the whole trip going there... Was was an ad, was an adventure in itself. We were stressed as fuck, but I think, I think the payoff that was amazing. It's not about the destination; it's really about the, the journey. journey. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about the destination, but there was a journey right there. There was a very stressful journey yeah, yeah. in between. Yeah, worth narrating afterward. So you get to Malaysia, and everything was taken care of. The right? like the accommodations were taken yeah, care yeah, of. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. They, they took care of our food and our accommodations, and it, it was a swanky hotel, like. Nice. Like, Ka-level ba siya ng Primea? I don't know. I, I, haven't, siya, stayed in, I, I haven't stayed in Primea yet. Well, Cabos. There's, there's still time. There's still time. Maybe you should book your wrestling lord and savior a suite there or something. Maybe no. you might give my bosses a tag team title opportunity. Oh, your bosses? My bosses. Tag team title opportunity. Yeah. Or something, you know. May championship na yung isa eh. Yeah, but then it's, it's small eh. It's small. <laughs> He's after the big ones, but uh, anyway, it's mm. it's you get a nice hotel, and you're booked in the same hotel as, as British, British Strong style. style. It was a lot of dudes in That's... there. Like our room was <laughs> right in front of the Hurricanes room. Wow! And every time like a door opens, we would like scramble to the people. Go, is the Hurricane? Ah, no, it's just some Chinese dudes. Ah. <laughs> So how is it like, uh, you know, um, not not only being uh, in the same show as these guys, but you know, being in such clo- close proximity to them, right? the hurricane was Al Snow there? No, Al Snow wasn't there. Wala, wala, wala. Okay, so I think he's had... still doing Christmas before he flies over. 
Wow, look at you with the inside information. Sorry, I, sorry. I follow him. I follow, I follow him on social. I follow him on social. Uh, so you had the Hurricane there. You yeah. had British Strong Style. Yeah. You had Ho Ho Lun and uh-huh. all the other the names Singapore from, guys. The, we have the heart, from the Southeast Asian They region. had the heart of Shimmer Shaza McKenzie. So yeah, how was it like uh, being there with them? Did you get to pick their brain? Did you get to uh, you know interact with them on a personal level? Honestly, I marked the fuck out, man. <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, there's this funny story. Uh, JDL was already asleep in the room. This was the first night that we were there, and he was tired as fuck. And me, Granted. when I'm Granted. when I'm traveling, I'm like, and anyone who's traveled with me would know this. I'm restless because I just want to take in the sides. Like, I have three days. I need to do all the shit. Yeah. So, I went out of the room. I got another room key. And uh, and I was just, like, walking around uh, trying to buy some shit at 1 a.m. So the, There's stuff that's open at Malaysia at 1 a.m. Yeah, yeah. The, the food trucks were there. But, nice. you know, it's all... I, I didn't want to, like, dip my... Tusok-tusok na Yeah, to make tusok-tusok at fucking 1 a.m. So I got to a grocery, bought some dried squid or whatever, and started walking back to the room. And lo and behold, when I was walking right to the room, I see these three British guys in front of me, and I was like, oh my god, they're huge. Oh my god, it's British strong style! So I was, like, panicking inside, and I was like... It was at the point where, I, in my head, I was at a crossroads where I was like... All right, should I just man up and go up to them and say, "Hey, you know, we're working the same show tomorrow." And a big ple- fan. Yeah, big fan. Pleasure to meet you guys. And be cool and all that shit. And then the other way was like, walk away and just, 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 just <laughs> because if I come up to them, I'm gonna start going. Ah, be done. <laughs> basically, be John Sebastian the wuss and tuck my tail between my legs. Yeah, basically, and run the fuck out. Yeah, basically, John Sebastian wussed out and. Uh, didn't get to meet British Strong Style as we were walking down Malaysia at 1 a.m. <laughs> but I gotta ask you this. As a pro wrestler, diba, um, what, what is the etiquette when you see other wrestlers? Not wrestlers who are more experienced or of a higher stature than yourself. Is it actually good etiquette to go up there and, you know, um, ask for be pictures. the fan? Uh, is, yeah. is, is it I, acceptable I etiquette? I, I don't know. I, I've only been at this game for, like, what, three years? And this I, is your I, first I international still, I, tour. My first international tour, so... Uh, the way I went about it was, um, I would go. I would try to go up to them if I'm calm and if I'm balanced. balanced. Apparently at one a.m. I'm, I'm not balanced at one a.m. Man, <laughs> and I was again. I wasn't marking out because these guys are huge. Yeah, like WWE TV does not do them justice. Does not do them justice. You see them. You see Pete, Pete Dunne in his tank top and Tyler Bate. Just these guys are built. Like Trent Seven looks amazing. Like they, their mustaches, their facial hair. So I was like, that is like my goal <laughs> now. Next year. So Next what? Year. What does it feel? Nah, you know, um, your late twenties, early thirties, about. Sorry, mm. I, I keep forgetting uh, your age. Early thirties. All right. So sorry. Late twenties. That range. Mm. Shut up, Camus. So so that's the age range, and you see someone like Tyler Bate, who's twenty. Mm. Pete Dunne, who's twenty-three. Yeah. You see these guys who are much younger than you, but you know have uh, achieved so much uh, so soon in the industry. Mm-hmm. How does that resonate with you? It's cool. They worked hard for it. They deserve everything they're getting. And to me, you know, PWR only came into my life recently. So it's up just me trying to put in the work to maybe at least get on the same card as those guys, which I was. Hey! What's up? Hey! But did you ever get the picture? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, yeah, we have a picture with British Strong Style. Yeah. Funny story behind that, I don't think I can tell it on air. 
Like let's let let's save it for let when there's Kayfabe alcohol. Let Kayfabe die with me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't tell that story on uh, on the podcast. You know, one day, if John Sebastian ever does a Reddit AMA, let's see if he actually has the balls to share that story next time. <laughs> While we're still in Malaysia, I do want to ask: How yeah. did the match go? Because and are they gonna upload it? Uh, Number one, are they gonna upload? Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We asked, uh, we asked Don, the the, uh, the Dante. Yeah. Uh, if you follow my PW, um, we asked the Dante um, if the matches are gonna be uploaded on YouTube or whatever. Um, it's gonna be apparently on the AWE network. Even, ah, yeah, that that, that yeah. one, that service that they got. Yeah, yeah. the service that they got. Uh, even the Dante doesn't get like a free pass on it, so Aww. you're gonna have to subscribe for two two US dollars or a lot of ringgit. <laughs> Wait, so two US dollars per month? Uh, per month, yeah, and then they have this yearly thing, I think. Okay, yeah, and then you get gear. You get gear with that deal, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. So, when's the next show going to be? Do they have, do they give you updates now? Okay, this is how our calendar is going to look like. Um, from what they said, they were just trying to like get monthly shows too. Um, from the production, I would not be surprised because. Then that, Jesus, that production man. So, what I mean, biggest uh, differences? Because you, know, you established that this is a different level than what we're used to in PWR. So, mm-hmm. what were the biggest pro- uh, differences production-wise between what we have here and what you went through over the past weekend at AWE? Uh, live, live recording. They were live recording the whole thing, and they had two main cameras, they two hard cams, yeah, uh, and they had like roaming cams, and you have a director in the back, and they're just. Um, headsets, yeah, headsets, nice. all, all, all the things, man. Uh, yeah, the legit gorilla. Yeah, they have a legit gorilla. All of the cameras are recording, and uh, they're already live, like they're already saving it, and they're just live editing it. And wow. uh, I wouldn't say it's different for me because for like the first time in a long time, I think we can just sit at the back and just see see it. As it's supposed to look like in TV, you, because you let it unfold. Yeah, because we are apparently recording for TV, so that's a whole thing. Like you really have to be focused on where you're looking, where you're doing your moves, all that. So you could watch the entire show from the back. Yeah, we can watch the entire show from the back. Nitulad ng sa pidober na para paraan. Oh, para paraan. mga tatlong ulo natin sa ano, nasa cortina, tapos parang ano. Pero yeah, there's live feeds, live recording. Uh the the production was in a tent. Wow. A circus tent. Wow. May aircon. May aircon, sir. Oh. Uh, the first my, my the, monkey truck. My truck. I, I don't know. I didn't monkeys. see any animals. I didn't see any animals. You know, for the sound there, there wasn't like a dressing room though. We were all in the back. Ah, okay. Uh, communal, communal. Yeah, yeah. Pero uh, I think they curtained off like a certain section for the ladies. We're like Phoenix and oh, yeah. Shaza. Uh when, um, it was I think it was our match uh, JDL and I and uh, Grapple Max yeah uh, we were like one of the first guys to like get in gear so they opened up like this container van with like some gas in it so once we got our tights on we were all like yeah, let's go outside let's just change here okay yeah but I think it was the the, Brit- the circus tent that was uh, trying to get that but after that it was all good it's all good so okay, after the show, uh, were there any interesting stories? Like, did you get to hang out with all the other, all the other wrestlers? Nakapag networking ba kayo? Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, man! Um, Big things for the most part. I think me and JD just like hung out with like Southeast Asian wrestlers. Like a lot of the, a lot of SPW guys were there, and uh, 
those were uh, because I've known some SPW guys, uh, Doctor Gore, Free Spirit, Lukman Adam. If you guys are ever listening to this, yeah, please listen. You, you my boys, we love you. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, when I saw that they were in Singapore, I said, "Hey, guys, you want to hang out after the after the show?" Uh, and apparently, those guys were with like a whole lot of SPW people. Uh, I got to see Trexus again. Uh, nice. Cool guy. Uh, Andrew Tang was there. I was marking out hey. because the statement, the statement has big fucking muscles, man. Yeah, he's jacked as fuck. He's jacked. Looks good. And then, uh, then uh, after the British Strong Style picture, uh, we hung out with them. We, we went to their hotel in the Grand Seasons in Kuala Lumpur. Nice. nice. And we basically just drank in a hotel room. With British Strong Style? No. no. Oh, unfortunately. Not British Strong Style was doing their own thing. Yeah. Their oh. Instagram story said that they were watching movies in bed. Dang. Together. Dang. <laughs> Sorry, Dang. I remember because like I saw your I saw what was going down with you guys and then I was like, Oh, sana yung British Strong Style. Wala sila. Instagram story sila. Watching movies. Oh, we wanted to... No, to be fair, me and JD were already talking about it and we were like... Dude, let's get British strong style drunk. Like we want to get drunk with the Brits. <laughs> like a lot of us, yeah, we wanted to drink with the Hurricane, man. But uh, again, I think the Hurricane was doing his own thing too. Mm. Like a lot of the vets or the the big names, I think, were doing their own thing, doing their touring and all that. I guess for someone like the Hurricane, they uh, graduate na siya eh. Oh, graduate na siya sa mga kalokohan ng mga kabataan. Yeah. Mm. So, all right. Um, can, can we say that your experience this past December was pretty much a great way to cap off 2017? Oh. We had a great 2017. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. This, I, I, I just want to like build from this. Like This high, I just want to ride it for, for like 2018. I mean, but, you are front and center for the next show's poster that just got released. Just a poster, man. Just a poster. Yeah, I mean, Sam's I, I, on the poster too, but... Yeah. yeah, barely. Like, I'm on my back. We're Thanks, together guys. in the poster. Yeah. Oh, right. We have bodily contact in the poster. <laughs> yeah, like after taking uh, the, the, uh, the double knees from Peter and then uh, the kill shot. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Bumping in the ring! I saw the, I saw the picture. You took it pretty well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I'm very proud of that picture, actually. So, uh, I'm glad that you guys are so civil because I'm so used to it being so... Yeah. Shut up, comes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just happy. Okay. It's Christmas. So, I feel the Christmas spirit, man. So, you know, uh, like I mentioned, you know, you had a great 2017 career-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, you're on the up and up, and then you're poised for a big year for a PWR in 2018. So, mm-hmm. what's your mindset heading into what promises to be an even bigger year? What's my mindset coming into? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's on your mind? Uh, I just want to like. Because now that I've seen like the other guys and I've worked with uh, with great people, people like Dennis the Lady Killer and uh, and Nick the Aerial Sniper. Oh my God, it's such a great name. It, it's it is such a pleasure to work with them. Just just how good they are. For like the first time in a long time, you don't have to carry the other guy. Like sometimes I feel like they're carrying us, mm-hmm. but these guys are amazing. <laughs> and I'm sure na it's and, something that you, you can bring back to PWR, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're one of the. You're pretty much one of the vets in the locker room. He's coach Basti. and you are. You are. You are also one of the coaches. I've. Mm-hmm. I've uh, had coaching experience from you a, a little bit, not in myself. So you know, um, it's. I think it's safe to say it's something you can really pass on to the local guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, it's just about just, just building, building what we already have. To me, so 
2018, my mindset is just make myself better. Um, if anybody wants my help, just ask. We'll try to we'll try to get to other places together because in my end, I just want to like maybe get a better body. Yeah, yeah. Lahat ng mga nagre-reklamo ng katawang ko since forever. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get into the gym more because, you know, seeing Trexas and and the statement. Inspire ka. Yeah, man. Even the hurricane is built. Didn't you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw the picture. He's huge. And I saw him first time. How tall, okay, like how, how tall is he? About my height. All right. And then, but he's just jacked. No? He's jacked, man. He's jacked. The sun in the photos, man. It's like, damn, man. What's he, 40 now? I, I don't know, but he's probably 40? in his 40s. Oh, yeah. but I, honestly, I marked out when the hurricane came out because I was in the bus and I was like, you know, honestly, I kind of prefer the Gregory Helms gimmick more. I was talking to the JD about this. Mm. I prefer the Gregory Helms gimmick much more because kind of messed up the rock with the hurricane. You know, the Scorpion King yes. has a tiny dingaling, but <laughs> but when his music hit, they had the segment. Yeah. And stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if you also misheard it the same way I did when I was younger. Because stay in the back. There's a hurricane coming through. So, I think it's the accent. Yeah, it's yeah, the it's accent. accent. Yeah. Obviously, it's the North Carolina accent. But in a way, it made sense. Eh, na, oh, may ipo ipo puta do sa likod. Stand back. Oh, nga. I, I, I actually had a very stupid moment in there because it was it was Hurricane and Shao Kat in the ring, right? Yeah. In, in their match. And I was sitting with JDL and the Grapple Max guys. And, and we were just watching. And uh, the crowd was hot. The crowd was hot. Like, Shao Kat is a superhero in Malaysia. Okay. From what I've heard. But uh, Hurricane was there. Everybody was like, Ah, Hurricane! Let's go, Shao Kat! Whatever. And I was like... Uh, and again, very stupid moment. Where is Rosie? <laughs> and then, right next to me, someone says, S-H-I-T! <laughs> And then JDL was looking at me. Are you serious right now? And I'm yeah, like, fucking horrible. And then I'm like, fucky. Oh shit! I, I forgot he was dead. <laughs> oh shit! And we were laughing like a bit. And like, oh my god! Ah, that's going to I'm going to hell when I die. I'm going to hell when I die. I think we all are. Yeah. We're just about to wind down here uh, as I get to the last couple of questions. So I, I got one. I got one. See, see, go. So. I think that you and JD have fulfilled, like, if not all, 90% of your goals mm-hmm. for the year. What do you, what's going to be your new big goal next year? That's a, that's a great question. Sorry, I mean, because we do talk about it every now and then, but what's your next big target? You've, you've gone one time overseas. Where do you want to go next? Locally or... A- anywhere, anywhere, man. It's, it's you. It's about you. Locally, I just want to, like... I want PWR to like if I can help make it bigger than what it is now. Yeah. That that would be great. Like if if people can watch more because of stuff I do and that's what I want to do. But inter- on an international level, I want to wrestle in Singapore. I want to wrestle in Australia. I want to like, watch you in Singapore. Man. I, that I, should be fun. I want to I want to wrestle everywhere now. And uh so to cap things off. Uh, I, I've been saying this since the start of the podcast. Nah, you've had a great 2017. Mm-hmm. You entered the year as PWR champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you main evented Revolution X. 
main event that a lot of other shows along the way ended up having a great showing at Ubusan ng Lahi. And we ended up with a great showing at Ubusan ng Lahi. Thank you. And you ended up in Malaysia for that show. So if you can pick one moment that stands out that really just encapsulates how awesome this year has been for you, what would that be? How awesome this year has been. Hmm. Uh, somewhere down the road, when you hang up your boots, you look back on the year 2017, you're like, ah, 2017, it was this moment, or it was this match. Uh, I'd say... I'd say... Ah. Chris Panzer, John Sebastian, rest back. Oh, okay. The, two the photon three. match. Yeah, yeah photon, photon match. Two out of three that falls. Was uh, that was a crazy match. Yeah, that was yeah. a crazy show. No, but... Uh, and he knows this. I love Chris Panzer to the bottom of my heart. And just this year has been like... We've had like a lot of stuff to do. Like even more than the, the 2016 ones. Yeah. Okay. So to me, like... This this year has been, you know, Panzer Sebastian. And everything we do was always just going up. We always just up the ante for each other. I mean, that's the thing with Chris Panzer for me. is like... You, you, this motherfucker always makes me up my game. So... The first time I jumped off the top rope was the photon match. Uh, the first time I jumped off uh, a ladder, off off the ladder was Chris Panzer. Uh, the first time I jumped off outside was Chris Panzer. You always from a barricade. I remember, yeah. He, Re- no, not just no. that. Even the uh, lumberjack match. Oh yeah, there was yeah. that too. So this was just about. Forgot about the lumberjack. For me, <laughs> it was working with a guy that I love working with and um, breaking my my limitations for me. So I uh, because let's be honest here. Uh, before I went to Singapore or before I went to Malaysia, yeah, uh, I never thought I would be able to like go out and wrestle in Southeast Asia. And look at you now, because of Voldemort. You know who. <laughs> you know who. You know right. who you are. All right, let's let's uh, let's not give him any more publicity. Mm. Let's not give time to irrelevant people. <laughs> um, <laughs> Unbalanced no, but, people. But the thing was, uh, <laughs> it was just. Barrier after barrier for me has been broken down. Like I didn't want to jump off the top rope. I did it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know if I can wrestle outside the Philippines. I did it. So to me, this is just about what's what's next. All right, what's and I, I think na inga, we we mentioned it here. Twenty eighteen, you're set up for another good year, and we hope that you can break even more barriers so you can really just go all out in pursuing that dream. That, you know, at uh, to, to varying degrees, we all want to pursue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. All right. So there you have it, John Sebastian. You're wrestling Lord and Savior. You know, before we close, I gotta thank you, man, for also a great year. No, for also a great 2017. I had a lot of fun working with you. That story that we put out there from yeah. uh, basically the mid, mid the middle midpoint of the year, of the year. After, after no, basically after Revo X. Yeah, from Renaissance all the Renaissance way to Vendetta. Yeah, a lot of fun. It's not even a Renaissance. You remember we were already talking about it, like right. Before Revolution, yes, yes, uh, that was the day of the first MWF show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. In in Nihon. No, 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 no. Was we, that Nihon? No, no, no. no. We, were, we were at a shoot. I don't wait, no, that was at the second. Yeah, yeah. Show. We were Sorry. at a shoot. We were driving out uh, back yeah. to uh-huh. the Eastwood area, I, and then we were talking about an idea like how we could like involve all these people in this one mega storyline. So uh, fast forward to now, it actually happened. I'm surprised it happened it's, in the first place. I'm surprised place. it happened. I mean, thank God, Red. Uh, Rederick Mahaba figured out how to 
how to get me into a position of power because that was the only issue we've had. Yeah, yeah, the stars aligned. So I'm, I'm really proud of the work we did. I'm proud of how everything went down. And uh, I, I have to thank you because you were one of the people who was really pushing me. Now, you know what? Do this, do that. Learn how to roll. Uh, take the bump again. And, and uh, from, from there, and encourage. Like, that's what ultimately led to that spot where I jumped off the top rope. Because is... if you didn't empower me, I wouldn't have felt like, okay, I think I've earned this moment and I can actually do it. Dude, that was you. That was you. So, like, you put in the work. That was you. You deserve that moment. Thanks, man. Thank you. And and thank you for... Uh, finishing the tea. Yeah, well, finishing no, the tea. It's okay. And yeah, uh, you know, uh, before, uh, before we uh, stop sucking kneecaps, yeah, just thank yeah. you because it really meant a lot to me and that was a great way to end my 2017. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. So congratulations to your wrestling lord and savior, John Sebastian, on a great year and we hope that more and more good things open up for him in 2018. Would not be surprised. Thanks again to John Sebastian, your wrestling lord and savior, for coming on the podcast and for telling us all those stories. Actually, there are more stories being shared so off the air. So many off-air yeah. things. Yeah, we, we can't get into that for... At all. Yeah, for his safety. Let's just leave I, it at that. I mean, it's, it's one Tama thing... Na, sabi na nga eh. I was just going to say, it's one thing to hint at it, but when you hear it yourself, it's Jesus Christ. Yes, Camus, we got the message. We got the idea. All right. Anyway, let's wrap up the podcast and get to our picks of the week. All right, I'll start first. And mine was that insane U.S. title match. Cause, so good. Uh, no, you have to show Boston some love. So good. So Boston hot. was a great crowd. They were hot from start to finish. I think they were just a bit tired ng, uh, ng nung tag team match. Yeah, tag team. And then towards the championship match, alam mo, pagod na rin sila. But when AJ won, it was just hot again. Love that crowd. And that title match between Corbin Ziggler and Rude, I love the sequences. Walang dull moment yung match na yun. Maybe yung start lang kasi they were trying to feel each other out. out. But then it's still so well paced. Yeah, so that's my pick of the week. And uh, I think yours is pretty predictable. Oh, yeah. Fucking AJ Styles. AJ Styles against Jinder Mahal. Best Jinder Mahal match I have seen. AJ is a god. I know why everyone wants to suck his dick online because he is that good and he is just so he make he makes Jinder Mahal a guy that ruined Shinsuke Nakamura in the words of our guest this evening look like a million bucks so yeah let's let's hope that we get AJ AJ versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania yeah. for all our sakes you're so hoping Alright, now here's what's in store for you on the podcast for the next couple of weeks. Ooh, year-end episode! Yes, so we're going to start off with a bonus episode this weekend. It's going to feature my conversation with Ho Ho Lun. So we promised that last week, and we've had quite a busy week, both and me has. and Ho Ho. So uh, I finally was able to complete that interview with him, and we'll, we'll have that conversation up on the podcast feed by this weekend. Probably yeah. Saturday or Sunday, one of, the, one of those days. That's the after this one goes up. Right. And then after that, you've got our year-end special, which is the Theme Song Awards. It's something we've been doing since 2014. Yeah. And starting off last with last year's uh, edition, we did a top 10 countdown. Kind of like what you'd have, say, on Mix or MTV. So we're going to do the same thing this year. We're or have on a, a top radio 10. show. Or on a radio <laughs> show, that's right. So we're going to do your top 10 entrance themes of 2017. And when we say top 10 entrance themes, we're only going to be talking about songs that were released this year. Yes, strictly this year. Yeah, so that uh, it's the one episode of uh, this year that Camus will be editing. So 
Hey, I edited I edited like three others when you were abroad. Okay, yeah, that's fair. All right, I'll, I'll take that back. I mean, that's that's why I removed editor status from my from my Twitter handle. I didn't ask you to remove it. I, I know, I, I'm saying I did because if you, you're doing so much of the editing now, man. Sure, it's you. So Spouchy. after the year end uh, theme song awards, normally we would do the year end awards on the podcast as well. Like we'd have. Uh, different categories different the awards, struggle kind of like your slammies but this year we've decided to move that to smarthenry.ph get the other members of the bullpen involved so it's going to be a committee article that we'll be releasing if not by the last weekend of 2017 then we'll have it up first week of 2018 yeah right so that's what's, uh, what's in store for you for us if you want to follow us and stay updated on everything that we do in the podcast and beyond it's at the SGP podcast for the show for Ro, who is still stuck at work, it's at Ro is War. Tell him to find a better job. For Camus, who we also should, uh, who also should get a better job, it's at Caveman Camus. Hey, hey, hey from, I'm working on it. Working and for me, it. I am perfectly happy at my job. It's at underscore Stan C. And for our guest, it is at J Sebastian W L A S. Just so that you find him. Yeah, he really should get a better Twitter account. I know. I mean, I, I probably think that John Sebastian is taken. But J WLAS sounds like a radio station in the US. Could be. That's, WLAS. That's weird. It's, it's weird. I mean I get what it stands for, it's just weird. But that's Press me being anal Lord about Savior. It's me being anal about Twitter handles. Mostly because I can't get my, my full name on Twitter. J Sebastian in the morning. Alright, that house. It's the T that's making me hyper. Hyper Alright. Hyper. Stop slapping your thighs, you're not training. Right, we got to get out of here. Uh, that wraps up episode one nine six of the SGP podcast. One nine six. So, oh no, episode two hundred is next year. Bro. Yeah, it's gonna be after Wrestle Kingdom. Damn 12. it! Or is it the Wrestle Kingdom? No, it's gonna show? be after Wrestle Kingdom. Damn it! 12. Okay. Right, so we got to skedaddle. I got to get some food. I'm hungry. I want some We got to get some sleep too, so, man. Yep. On behalf of your guest, John Sebastian, Romaran, and Raf Camus, my name is Stan C, and we are out of here. Remember, be humble. It's sit down and then be humble. Well, he says it. He says be humble. Sit down. Sit down. No, he says sit down and then I say to be humble. Oh, whatever. Glorious. No, I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend. I will defend. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.